Jersey Judah, I'm here a little earlier than usual. It's actually 9.27 a.m. I've been at this job cutting grass since 7.15. Just got done finishing up. And I figured I'd sit here for a little bit while I'm on my break to talk about a few things. Now, I just got done listening to a content creator who I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention his name. And it, it was a content, it was one of those it more content creators that I checked out a while back when I was just learning about the manosphere, the red pill, MGTOW, and everything else, right? And... <laughs> I, I never want to be self-righteous. You understand? I never want to be self-righteous. I never want to act as if, as if I'm somebody who can save you, right? I never want to be that person who says, well, I can save these men. All they have to do is listen. No. My thing is, either you listen or you don't. Doesn't affect me, really. Um, But I was listening to this guy. And he was talking about how the manosphere needs... There needs to be an anchor within the manosphere. There needs to be an anchor. And no pun intended... Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to Spotify. But he was talking about there needs to be an anchor. He mentions how when he started talking about the content that he talked about, he figured that all of the guys were just out there having sex. All those guys had to be getting pussy if these guys are calling all of these women's thoughts in 304s. Then I guess he found out that a lot of guys were indeed not getting pussy, which is why they're on the channel. See, if you if you make a channel about not getting women or if you make a channel about why you're not getting women, do you think guys who are getting women is going to check out the video? No. That's for a particular audience, right? And what he was saying was right. It was just how he was saying it. He was saying it as if he was the answer. Oh, I can save you. You're not God. Sit the fuck down somewhere. Niggas don't got time for that shit, man. And it's always these niggas, too. It's always the black sector. And I get it. We got egos. You know what I mean? We feel we feel that we're the shit at what we do. But I never come on here for, uh, 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 you know, uh, proclaiming that I'm saving men. You know what I'm saying? Although this would be directed at the 80 percent. 
because he mentioned something that that made sense to me, right? He said something in the lines of, think back to where you started this journey. When you took the red pill or you became more introspective or you finally decided to go your own way. Think about the content creators who are putting out the content that you were listening to and then go back to them and listen. Right. Most of us. If we were to do that, we would hate half of the people that we supported. Because here you got a guy talking about, well, I'm not just out here for Patreon and I'm not just out here uh, to make money. But then later on, you're promoting your Patreon. Stop it. The more righteous people try to act, the more hypocritical they are. My path is literally doing what the fuck I intend to do. Whatever that is. Like, whatever that is in life that I'm going to do, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to involve many people or really any people. Because I came to that, I've came to that conclusion in my life where I've had people around me. Not saying that they were bad people. But they just weren't people for me. They weren't people that I should have been around. So now, by myself, making the progress that I make, it's very difficult for me to just say, you know what? It's time to meet new people. You know what? It's time to meet a woman. And that brings me to the next point. He mentioned this guy. I don't know who it is. Some white guy who's in the manosphere. And I think he was MGTOW. And he was doing content and he was getting, you know, all these supporters, all these subscribers. Then all of a sudden he stopped for about, I would say, six months to a year. Then he pops back up with a video saying, yeah, I'm back with some more content, but it's not going to be Manosphere. It's not going to be MGTOW related. And by the way, I'm in a relationship. So. The guy is criticizing this guy. This is how this is how idiotic the manosphere has got. He's criticizing the guy for finding a woman because he was talking about going his own way in the beginning. And I've always said this. This goes in the line of the red pill. This goes in the line of MGTOW. These don't have to be permanent positions. This isn't indefinite. You may find that woman in this country, by the way. This guy was talking about, hey, hey, if you want to go out there and go to another country, like, all right, that's the extreme, but I get it. But, hey, who's to say you won't find a woman in the United States? Who's to say you don't get tired? Who's to say that you don't get tired of being alone? Right? We're, we are essentially fighting the fight every day. We wake up for those who are working. We go through the same routines. We have our rituals like this is my 30 minute ritual. By the way, I'll be back at um, I'll be back at 12 because I think I'm going to do something else as well. Um but yeah, man, everybody's subject to change. 
which is why I'm very upfront and I and I'm honest when I say the shit that I was saying in the very beginning, a lot of those things I don't believe anymore, which is the reason why I make new episodes to remind people. But I also don't delete those episodes because that's a part of my growth and that's a part of my development. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to spend time and with me, I don't I don't critique content creators personally. I just critique their content. As long as you're not going on here talking about your fucking 70 bitches a day and all this other shit, then I have no reason to say anything about you. It's just that message. And once again, these are the people who don't reveal their faces who talk the most shit. But then I realize what the manosphere has became. Now, what what I would what I would say is the awareness of the red pill is just as important, if not more important, than the self development of the red pill. The awareness is the obvious. You come on, you come on, you talk about the nature of women. Everybody in the manosphere has done it. Okay, it's nothing new. I'm nothing special. I just have my own little unique um, interpretation, if you will, or perspective. So you got to be careful. And I've learned this. You got to be careful what you talk about. I don't regret talking about these these narrow minded bitches because they are what they are. I'm only taking the information and reiterating it. I'm not going to tell you how to get laid. I'm not going to tell you how to get a date. What I will tell you is there's things more important than that, like working, taking care of yourself and your loved ones around you. Hobbies, activities, creativity, be, be creative, be spontaneous. Go outside of the box. Dare to actually challenge those who stay in the box. But don't challenge them on a controversial or um, confrontational level. Challenge them on a competitive level. Prove to people that you can do things in your own unorthodox way. But then again, everything ain't for everybody. Which leads me to the manosphere. I I remember a lot of content creators. Guys who weren't even in that manosphere thing. Who would later on talk shit about the manosphere. Actually agree with men going their own way four years prior. Now, what happened? Who knows? Maybe somebody who was actually a part of it had called them out on their bullshit and they chose not to talk about the situation again. Me, um, this is the shit that I want to talk about. So I'll talk about it. Now, I, I pay attention to the episodes and the people who watch it. But at the same time, it's like, it's obvious y'all are, y'all, y'all 
as the audience, you guys are going to be more into, um, from what I've gathered, the information that I've gathered of dysfunctional, toxic women. So, you know, I'll go along with that. Um, later on today, we'll talk about, uh, we got Andrew Tate tonight, actually, not later. I would say in the evening time, around 530, two videos on Andrew Tate, one video <laughs> with one of my favorite people ever, Alex Jones. That's going to be good. That's like 18 minutes. That's like 18 minutes. And we're going to go through all of that. Um, and what's something else? Let me see if I can find it. I'm, I'm almost, I almost want to play this shit now. Um, Andrew Tate talking about uh, being ready, being willing to walk away. Uh, let's see if I can gather it. Three minutes? No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. This is it. We'll play this. We'll play this right now just because. But yeah, and this is one more thing. Like I get guys come to me and they go, so what happens, Tate, if I try your stuff and she doesn't listen to me and she just walks, she leaves? Because it's a real worry for a lot of these guys, especially like, you know, and, and it's especially hard. Like if you've been in a relationship for two years and your chick hasn't respected you for two years and now you're going to try to get gangster on her, it's going to be hard. Like she's got a perception of you. And this is what I try and say. That's why I started a certain way. That's why I cut off the male friends within the first couple of weeks. I'm like, look, this is not going to go any further. Yeah, it's not going to go any further if it ain't going to be this way. Yeah, you know, so got to get the fuck out of here, man. Because <laughs> it's, it's much easier to start on the right path than try to correct a fucked up path. Uh, so I have this view of it. Like I said, I look at the world through chess, etc. But I have this view of it where what's the worst that can happen? And the worst that can happen is she leaves. But I kind of sit and think, a lot of the guys, I get emails from guys, and the scenarios they're explaining to me, they're not worth having. You're like, oh, but she does this, she does this. I'm like, and you, and you still want her, bro? Like, right. Like, you, so you've got, you've got to have enough honor to go, you know what? I deserve better. I'm out. And at least you can walk with your head held high. And what might happen is you might shock her into changing. But she ain't expecting that. If you, you know, she ain't expecting you to go, you know what? I'm nothing fine. And mean it. That, you know, Trump, I'm a huge Trump fan, but Trump, he wrote, you are, you are. <laughs> I'm a Trump fan. So, but Trump wrote the book, The Art of the Deal, and he said the number one thing you need to know. This man wrote, wrote the book. You, yeah. You have, <laughs> wrote the book. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. He said, you, you, you have to be prepared to walk away from the table. It's, it's, your, it's your number one negotiating. It's your absolute negotiating. You have to be prepared to walk away. And may, maybe that'll fuck the whole thing up. But never, it's just, this sounds fucked up, but never get yourself involved with a woman that you cannot walk away from. Never involve yourself with a woman that you cannot walk away from, where if she can do the most disrespectful, out-of-pocket shit, and you'll still be around because of what she looks like. Don't be one of those guys. I I had a friend, I talked about this before, this old friend that I had, his girlfriend, he met his girlfriend in high school because we went to the same high school. And he's still with that woman to this day, I think. And I think three or four years ago, the last time I hung out with him was probably three years ago. 
and I was at, and I asked him like, if things don't work out between y'all, like, what's, what are you gonna do? And he just looked at me with like a concerned face. He was like, you know what, man? I never thought about that. I never seen. And he said it. He said it in such a way that it made me realize that where I'm at is at a good place. He said, I never thought about what everything would be without that woman. And it made me say, damn. Wow. You know what I'm saying? For for some people, oh, that's a great thing. You know, women will say, oh, that's so sweet, and this and that. Guys are like, well, damn, man. Uh, hopefully you got something set up. <laughs> you got a backup plan because, you know, things can go ugly real quick. I had, okay, so I'll give you an example. I had a guy who, who came to me and I was coaching him. He's like, my girl's hanging around with all these dudes and they're smoking weed. All this shit we've talked about. I was like, bro, just, don't, just tell her, look, you're, not, you're unhappy in this situation. You care about her a lot. You deserved it. This is not the kind of relationship you want to end up in in a long term. You're not wasting your time and just bail. He goes, oh, but what if she sleeps with one of those guys? I was like, look, if, at least that way you walk away with your head held high. If this carries on the way it's going, she's going to cheat on you anyway. Like so, you're like so. Where so? Why are you losing? People are so desperate to hold on to the girl for a couple extra weeks that they want to sacrifice all their honor and they want to sacrifice their negotiating position. Because if you walk away, it might make her sit and go, "Oh fuck, okay." Even if it's a ten percent chance, it's a chance. She ain't gonna change her mind if you're staying with her while she fucking does it. She ain't gonna change her mind then. So, like, a lot of people are afraid to walk away because they're like, oh, I might lose that exchange. And I say, yeah, but it's the only move you have on the board. I might, you might lose the chess game, but it's the only move that makes any kind of sense. So what else are you going to do? All right. Well, there you have it. Three minutes of Andrew Tate. Is this Tate Tuesday? It is Tate Tuesday. <laughs> I'm going to call the episode um, that I'm doing tonight Tate Tuesday. Um, I would stop this recording, but I'm not, I'm just going to pause it and I'll be back at 12 o'clock. But of course you guys will not notice the difference. I figure if I do this legitimately, cause like I said, I did most of the heavy work yesterday. My coworker just told me that in five days he's out. He's just going to use the rest of his vacation days, bag that free money, and then go on to this next job, which I'm kind of sad about because this was actually one of the easiest people I've worked with during the summer. Very easy. You know what I mean? We've just been knocking shit out, like repeatedly. But it is what it is, man. I'm... And by the way, it's August the 2nd. It's already August. Can can we can we finally admit how retardedly fast this year has went by? In 2 months, I would be at this job for 1 year. And not even realizing I went through an entire school year. So next year should just be a piece of cake, hopefully. Hopefully it's Okay. But yeah, man. The point I'm trying to make from the beginning is you can look at this as a permanent home. You can look at the manosphere, the red pill as a permanent home, but it doesn't mean that everybody that's in that household is your brother. 
okay? People, and, and I realize this because the younger audience, my shit is for the younger audience, those in their mid-20s, even early 20s, going into their 30s and my age, 33. I don't want to steer men in the wrong direction. Especially young men. I don't want to steer these younger men in the wrong direction to where they're doing and saying shit that they shouldn't be doing because they heard me say something or they heard another content creator say something. For a while, for a little bit, I'll keep this strictly on a reaction base. I'll speak off of things other people say at times, mostly during the weekends is where I'll talk about my personal experiences and shit like that. All right. So I will be right back in a little bit. All right. So just like that, time has passed. It is um, 11.58 a.m. close till noon, which leads me like four hours and some change until I can get the fuck out of here. But I'm back, man. I am back. I got something set up for tonight. Instead of Tate Tuesday, let's save Andrew Tate for Thursday. What we're going to do tonight, Thoughtology Tuesday. I'm going to say that again because my volume's a little fucked up. Thoughtology Tuesday. We're going to be talking about thoughts. What is a thought? Signs that she's a thought. We got from a woman's perspective, we got a Korean guy's uh, perspective, and I believe we have a mystery man. He could be mixed. Not that any of this matters, but I'm letting you guys know we're going to keep this all together. Then I got an article by, I kind of want to go over it now, but I don't because that, that will pretty much be the gist of the episode that I'm doing later on. Uh, always be OG.com. Always be OG.com. And things to consider. Eight signs your girl is a Fatiana. We will be talking about that in that article later. Videos. I may still have to grab a couple videos, but I'll give y'all a little snippet. Give you a little snippet. I didn't know I can download uh, YouTube shorts, so I just found that out because there's a lot of shorts that are like 20 seconds, like what I'm about to play now, that is gold, okay? It is gold. This, this, This will give you a little background, a sneak preview until we get down to the fuck shit into a whole bunch of foddery, okay? This is just a sneak preview of what we are going to talk about tonight. Once my boyfriend was asleep, so I wanted to go fuck my ex real quick, so I drove down to the gas station, let him cream pie me, and then I came home to sneak into bed. My boyfriend woke up and then wanted to fuck me, and he started eating me out and told me how good my pussy tastes, and he's eating my ex's cum out of me. That's just a sneak preview. Yeah. 
If y'all want to go back and listen to that again, you can. I'm not going to reiterate it. I think you guys heard it enough, right? You guys heard it heard enough, right? So, I'm going to be talking about thoughts, thoughtology. You know what's funny? And I never thought about it until just now. Like I said earlier, I was listening to this guy and I was I had to delete the videos. I couldn't listen to the shit anymore. Some guys are too old school. There ain't nothing wrong with being old school when it comes to things. But realize that that old school way of dating does not exist. That old school way of courting does not exist. And if you try to misguide these young men, you will be leading them into a burning building. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. This is why web red pill awareness is important. This is why red pill awareness is very important. I'm I'm lighting this joint. Let me tell y'all niggas something, right? So when I started this at what 9:30ish, as soon as I start recording, my uh, supervisor and my union rep pulls in a parking lot. Now, typically, I would just go back in. I would go back into the building and pretend I'm doing something. But most of the shit here is done already. So I kept recording. I'm like, fuck it. Did like 24 minutes. Now I'm back. I was going to save this joint for like tomorrow, but who gives a shit? I got like two months left. I'm thinking about uh, kicking back when it comes to smoking not because I don't like smoking. I love smoking weed. I love it. I'm smoking on break right now. Like my like if I can show y'all the the company the company vehicle is like to my left. If I turn all the way to the left, their vehicle's right there. I'm literally smoking a joint in my car. But it's like my priorities, man. Like weed isn't that weed Marijuana isn't tough to quit. It's more of like the uh, the feeling that you get and the activity before doing it, right? I love to I love to roll marijuana. I love to break up marijuana. I love to smell it. I love the different smells. I love it all. But I know that you know. I don't want to creative vice. Although marijuana in the, in my opinion it became my vice, but it's not as it's not as bad as cigarettes. I can smoke I can I can go on without smoking weed, but without cigarettes I'm better off stopping cigarettes first. And then if I know I can stop cigarettes, I can just not smoke. But priorities, man, in life in I, I've kind of like, I've done a lot more like brainstorming and like introspection when I'm by myself. So I think about shit like that. Yeah, that's enough for this joint. Uh, just to get a buzz. But yeah, we got a lot of shit to talk about. And you know, I want to give some disclaimers like, 
sometimes it, it takes like everybody has their own sense of humor. Some people are compatible with others when it comes to things that are funny. Like, I know this sounds fucked up, but like, for example, um, hmm. A kid falling off of a scooter. That's not really funny now, is it? But if that kid was just talking shit, talking shit about everybody and then falls off the scooter, it's funny. You know what I mean? It's like humor. Humor is different for people. You know what I mean? So the shit that I talk about, like these these bottom feeding 304s and shit like that, it's not it's not really to be funny. I'm being serious. It's not about hating women. It's about understanding women. And then for me, the best way that I can deal with it psychologically is I don't even put these whores in the same category as women. So therefore, the women that I respect, the women that I see doing good things, doing great things, I won't tie y'all into the 304s, smuts, thoughts, feesoids, skeezoids, smut, and sluts. I won't tie y'all into that. Just understand when I'm going hard on these 304s and these thoughts, you women are not included. If you want to be included, you can. I, I will roast you. Because I know I ain't shit at the end of the day. See, when I say shit like this, I want people to understand. You'll hear a lot of black pill content creators. They say the same thing. But here's the problem. Me saying it, I'm saying that as a humbled human being. I don't have low self-esteem. I have confidence in who I am and what I do. You see what I mean? That being said, there will probably, most likely, be a man that has more attributes than I have. Am I going to compete with that guy and his attributes? Or am I going to look am I willing to look into the mirror? And see how I can benefit me for me. Now, I'm from I'm from more of an introspective way of, of doing things. I learn mistakes from my past. I've learned from a lot of my mistakes in relationships and a lot of my mistakes and with the friends I was selecting. See, the funny thing about the red pill is we only talk about women. We don't talk about these fucking simps that make terrible friends and that will stab you in the back just to get a whiff of some pussy. Okay? We don't talk about that. So I try to I try to change the dynamic a little bit. Because even though we don't give a fuck, a lot of us, including myself, don't give a fuck about being criticized. It's just at least criticize me for the shit that I'm actually doing. Don't assume me to be some hardcore alpha male. Oh, man. Niggas is just bathing in fucking testosterone. Like, no, I'm not. Nah, nah. I'm laid back, man. I'm laid back most of the time. And I don't and I don't try to compete with any content creator. 
I'm trying to compete with my last episode. I'm trying to compete with my last job uh, job shift. I'm trying to compete with the last year that I had. That progress, that self-development, the results show for itself. You see what I mean? Um, I... I have to sit back and and remind myself that this is all, this is real fucking life. You know, the red pill has been essentially a circus for like the past, I don't know, year and a half, two years. And I've been a part of it. And I'm still a part of it. It doesn't matter how fucked up it gets. I'm still a part of it. I didn't change the red pill thing because of the red pill, because anybody with common sense can translate crimson capsule to red pill. It's just about understanding, just like what I said earlier. You may find yourself in a dry spell as a man. You may discover a content creator that teaches you little tricks of the trade. And then you can go back out there. And and by doing so, you may go back out there, find a woman and get married. I don't believe it, but to each his own. I don't think guys. We don't need um, manuals and shit. The red pill is within you. It's like once you are able to acknowledge it, then it becomes more prevalent. It makes sense. Right. You learn from your mistakes in order to move forward. You take accountability for what you've done. We always talk about, oh, our previous relationships, our woman wasn't this, our woman wasn't that. But a lot of times we weren't shit either. A lot of times we weren't shit either. I talk about this before. My my first long term. Relationship. The woman that I was with, I won't even call her a bitch. It was the most peaceful, surreal relationship that I didn't appreciate. I was dumb, young, full of cum. You know how they say it. This is right at right out of high school. She already had her shit together. She was she was light years ahead of me. And as a man, I can be honest and say that. I wasn't much of anybody then. Just trying to impress whatever the fuck that was around me. Not realizing, you know, this this woman was a a great representation of a good girlfriend. A good girlfriend, right? And I was a piece of shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, respectfully, I was a piece of garbage. I was a piece of shit. And I was able to manipulate her in a lot of ways. I was manipulative because I figured out, wow, this chick is really into me. And I'm seeing how my friends treat their women, which they treated them worse. I was like a fucking archangel compared to the people I was hanging out with. Um, side note, this is a funny ass story. I've said this story maybe three times, but I'm going to say it recent. Uh, shout out to Gone With John. I'm going to check that video out later. Um, By the way, Gone With John. 
subscribe, J-O-N. One of my friends in high school was actually, one of my friends in high school was dating my girlfriend at that time's cousin. Now, my girlfriend's cousin, we'll call her, it's the closest, we'll call her Clara. Clara was what you would call a stereotypical, attractive, blonde girl at that time. When I was in, I was, I was 12th grade. She was 10th grade. My girl at the time, she was in 11th grade. My homeboy at that time was in the 11th grade as well. So I hooked him up with her, but secretly this bitch was fine, right? And she wasn't fine as in soup. Like certain, certain women don't have to reveal everything to be fine. Like certain women, she had the innocence with her. She was a virgin. Had everything going for her. I introduced her to my homeboy. My homeboy smashed and never talked to her again. <laughs> took her took her virginity, guys. Took her virginity and never talked to her again. Keep in mind, we're in the same high school. Motherfuckers gotta see each other every day. Now I got her now I got my girlfriend's cousin looking at me retarded, thinking that I set the whole thing up. Why would I want my friend to take your virginity? I would have volunteered my services. And my girl at the time, she was mad at me because she thought this whole thing was orchestrated. And me, I didn't give a fuck at that time. I'm like, all right, think what you wanted that. I don't give a shit. But even like year, I think I graduated 2006. A year after when the relationship was over. What she did, well... I don't know how to explain it. I don't want to go too deep in it. My point is this. There is the saying that you don't really know what you got until it's gone. Now, I understand what a lot of people say. Well, that's just one-itis. Of course, that's your first long-term relationship. But no, it's not. Because the women after were better looking than that first long-term relationship. But they didn't have those qualities that that first girl had. Then I also think about it, 2006, there wasn't a lot of dating apps. Well, there was dating apps, but it didn't blow up as much. Social media was kind of becoming a thing, but that wasn't out there as much. So maybe that was the reason why that she was as faithful as she was. Who knows? I was, my thing was... I was faithful, but the the reason why I say women, a lot of women are wicked is because when you are not in a relationship, women don't look at you unless you are super attractive. When you get into a relationship, it's like every woman wants to get you out of that relationship. And I remember I got drunk. This was this was when I was in like the 11th grade. There's this girl who I liked. She she was she was like one of these goth bitches. I 
I still, to this day, don't ask me what it is, but a lot of these goth girls can get it. Sorry, that's the immaturity in me that I'm still working on. But this chick was like a goth chick. And um, there's a train, there's a transit. (laughs) I don't want to get too specific. There's a transit in my town that goes to Camden and it goes to the opposite way north to Trenton. And this chick lived, let's say, in between. We won't go in the direct um, area. But she was having this party. Now, she knew that I was talking to this chick at the time. But, like I said, it's 11th grade. She invited me, so I took the train, and she was going to meet me at the train station when I got off. So when I'm halfway there, I'm texting her, you know what I mean, telling her that, you know, I'm on my way now. And she ended up calling me. And was like, yeah, you, you you didn't bring your girlfriend with you, right? I'm like, nah, I didn't bring my girlfriend with me. She's like, oh, okay, good. And then she hung up. And so I said to myself, okay, that sounds funny. But fuck it, I'm going anyway. I get there, meet up with her and a couple of her friends. It, like, it's always women that have ugly-ass friends. That It's like, it's a tactic that they use, but I'll get into that another time. She had these ugly-ass friends with her, so I'm, I'm pretty much talking to her, walking back. Because she only lives, like less than three blocks away from from the train station in her area. So, get to her house. Start drinking, smoking. Smoking some more, drinking some more. Smoking a little bit more, drinking a little bit more. And then before I knew it, I could barely get up off the couch I was sitting in. So I told her I was pretty much straight. I'm just going to try to, you know, sit, you know, get my bearings before I have to take this fucking train back home. So I don't know what happened, but I ended up in this chick's room and two of her friends have have like their guys and shit. And she's just sitting there with me and she was apparently talking and I was having dialogue. And then, you know, she got a little bit closer and I was like, yo, chill, chill, chill. And it's not even because I'm a good guy. Like if I knew I could get away with it, I would have probably fucked her. Because it's a gov chick that I've never fucked a gov chick, always wanted to fuck a gov chick, never got a chance, and this was my moment. But my performance wasn't going to be great because I'm drunk as shit, and I'm in a relationship with a bitch. And worse, the, the worst thing about it is these bitches communicate with each other. I went to a vocational uh, uh, school. They're in the same cosmetology shop. This is how crazy and off-the-hook bitches are. <laughs> And what she would have probably done is she would have fucked me, right? She would have fucked me. And then she would have tried to use that as leverage over me. And and, and would, have, would have probably told this bitch that, I, that, that she fucked me anyway. So I already knew what it was hitting for. And I left. Now, why am I saying all this? For one, I learned earlier on just without even really knowing that you know, bitches are pretty wicked, dude. Like, they can be wicked. They can be wicked as hell, man. And that relationship was good 
that first relationship was good partially because of me as well. If it wasn't good, I would have just cheated on the bitch. But I never cheated. So I never knew what that guilt was like. And I don't want to know what that guilt is like. And like today for me, I'd just rather be single. You know, get as much information that I can from those out there that's really spreading the message. A lot of these guys are just uh, Patreon pimps. They are Patreon pimping right now. And look, man, I get it. I really get it. I understand. Because, you know, a lot of these niggas are just trying to make a profit. A lot of these niggas just trying to make money. Trying to feed their family. Trying to feed themselves. But I don't, I don't want to lead y'all. And I don't want to lead the young men who may be listening down that path of where I was at. I'm 33 years of age. If if I could have been where I'm at when I first discovered this shit, like 27, 28, who's to say where the fuck I would be at? You know what I mean? I'm just grateful that I found it. I have to remind myself to like, it's like the temptation and... The thirst, let's keep it real, guys. These bitches be out here with their asses jiggling 24 fucking 7, 365, and these bitches got bodies. We're not talking about beach wells. These bitches got bodies. See what I mean? Like, it's not like uh, these, 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 these Facebook real bitches, these fat beach wells twerking and then having a nerve. And, and see, these women do this shit directly for attention. Bad publicity is still publicity to the modern day female, because what other reason would a fat bitch put on a bikini? See, this is what pisses me off. What reason would a fat bitch put on a bikini? She got a gut in front of her. She's so fat that she has fat. You ever see the fat pockets on a fat bitch's back? You, You ever see like fat pockets like it's almost like the gut you know how the gut and like the fupa right in the middle they have the same thing in the back ever see how fat like i don't i don't mean to go hard on obese people i know that it is difficult to lose weight it is difficult to find motivation and half of this is satire the other half, I'm being dead serious. It's only up to the people listening to figure out what am I dead serious about and what am I just joking about? Women, I get it. It's not easy to lose weight. It's funny, I was talking to my mom like two weeks ago. She was telling me like, you know, how I was losing weight. I told her it's not really hard for me to lose weight. Like I, I eat. Even now, I eat one time a day. I haven't ate yet, and I'm not really hungry. I won't get hungry until I'm about to leave around like 2.30, 3.30, and I'll eat one meal. The day I got, I got green tea. I'm constantly drinking green tea, and I'm drinking more and more water because I'm outdoors a lot when I have to, you know, cut grass and do a lot of landscaping and shit outside. So I don't, I'm... I don't uh, 
mean to go after people who are overweight. It's just fat bitches should know damn well to not wear a tight ass bikini. Okay. Y'all know better because if a guy see, and this is the thing with women, if a guy comes out there with his shirt off and he's doing all this, he's doing like, even if he's a good dan- I'll put it to you this way. This is the best. This is the best example that I can come up with. Even if a guy is out of shape, right? He's fat. He's at, he's overweight, but he has the best dance moves and he's doing all these pop locking and shit, right? He's doing all these dances. The first thing a bitch is going to talk about is how fat he is. Bitches come out wearing bikinis. Guess what guys are going to do? We're going to talk about how fat the bitch is. That's what we're going to do. Oh yeah. That's, that's really fucked up. Yeah, I know. I know. But you're fucked up. Women are fucked up. Because if they've seen a guy overweight and he's actually doing good dance moves, they're not going to give a fuck about his dance moves. He's fat. He's out of shape. He needs to lose weight. And y'all bitches are getting the same treatment. Fuck that. Now I'm getting excited. Fuck that. It's actually 1226. I need to cool my jets, get ready to go back in here, 1230, and um, finish the rest of the workday. What am I doing, you may ask? I wasn't doing shit. I was actually brainstorming on what the fuck I was going to talk about. I was going to bring up the thoughtology, but I said, you know what? I'll save that for tonight. I've already started uh, like 24 minutes of randomness, so I'll end this. 24, we're at close to what, 40, 50, 50 minutes maybe? Close. 50 minutes exact. It's off by like three seconds. Um, I'm going to do more shit like this because like, I don't know. I, I don't like I don't like structuring my shit too much. I think a little um, a little crazy is necessary. I think my thing is with, with, with women is like, I don't like crazy bitches, but there's something about crazy bitches. It's the same thing. It's it's the same thing that a woman will say about a bad boy or a thug. Oh, I can't stand him. He's always in the streets. He's doing this and that. But these bitches is sucking and fucking these niggas. Because with them, it's something about that. So with women, like just a little dysfunction is fine with men. Either you got to be 1,000% conservative or you just got to be in the center. If you're in the center, then I can I can, I can, can tug you a little bit to the right side of things. Give you some fucking insight. Women need guidance. And, and I'm not saying this in a bad way because me as a man, I needed guidance coming up. I didn't have a father growing up. I didn't know my father until I was 18. So I needed that guidance. So when I say women need guidance, that's not like, but at the same time, I do have to double back. You do have to guide these women like children. Cause a lot, like, like, let me just be direct. So obviously the average man's body count will be nothing compared to an average woman's body count. Okay. Women believe that they have leverage over men because of sex, which they partially do. 
But if more men walk away or if more men say, fuck it, I'll jerk off, then to deal with a bitch, then what happens? The women don't, they haven't really thought about that, right? And then you got guys that are to the extreme and buying sex dolls and all this other shit. And then they're talking about robots and um, uh, dehumanization of like, like it's, it's deep. My decision on what I've made is completely rational. It may be unorthodox, but it's completely rational. I'm not on a route to go my own way. Because if I see a bad bitch and the bad bitch wants to fuck, I'm fucking the bad bitch. Immediately. I'm still a man with urges to try and hunt and somehow... Um, get pussy, nigga. Like, fuck. There's, there's no better way to. There's no better productive, uh, politically correct way to put it. But that being said, if I'm looking into the opposite sex and I'm seeing the same patterns, if I'm picking up on the same level of of energy that is more pointed towards a guy that can benefit me for the moment then it's best for me to just stay on my own path and roll solo. I think September, September will be eight years since my last relationship. Eight years. Okay. Eight years. During that time, I've, well, the time, the space between that last relationship and now I probably dated not even a handful of women. Not even. And by the way, by dating, I mean hanging out and fucking. I never took a, I never took a bitch on a date because it's it's meaningless. Do you guys? I never took a woman. Let me just say it like that because I don't date bitch. Well, that's a lie. I date bitches, but. I never took a woman on a date. I don't know what that's even like. And I've been with women. I've slept with women. I've been in relationships with women. Even the women that I was in relationships with. I never took these bitches. Come on, man. Let me let me stop. I'm digressing. Later on, I'm going to be talking about something that I consider thoughtology okay thoughtology we're gonna know what a thought is we're gonna learn the signs of being a thought from a woman's perspective we have an article backing this up from justbog.com but as i always say in the meantime and in between time jersey judah the crimson capsule chapel signing out Peace.